welcome to Faith in the North. I'm Claire. And my name's Martin. We live in the Northeast and want to wrestle with faith and life. And we wanted to share with you the chats that we have about life and faith. So this is our podcast. We hope you find it helpful. Thanks for joining us as we continue our journey. Welcome to this week's podcast. Hello. And we've had some feedback from someone. Have we? We have. And the feedback was, Martin, we can't hear you. Your microphone keeps dropping out. Oh, yeah, that was the feedback that we had. So I bought some shiny new cables, and Sam said there was cyan. Yeah, I don't think so. They're, they're a minty green. They're green cables. Because <coughs> um, I think one of the cables I had um, was a bit funny. So there yeah. we go. Well, Problem it'll be solved. interesting to hear your feedback as to whether or not it whether sounds okay this time. Does drop out or not. Um, weather watch. Weather watch. Oh, it's mixed. Mixed. The sun is trying to break through, mm, um, it's but it's been though. it's been quite windy today. I know I went to church this morning and got all the boys energized. Well, they were very much grumbling, but I got them um, to cycle to church. The weather had been really, really lovely, and then got back from mm. out of church, and it was raining, and all of our bike seats were wet, and there was Everyone more was complaining cross, that um, I made them walk and made go. them cycle. But never mind. But we've had some, um, oh, where have we been? We've been out and about, we've been on the moors. Yeah, that we had a nice. lovely walk over Lordstones. Lordstones. Um, and just aware, actually, as we walk across, it's, it's really beautiful up there. But in a couple of months' time, I don't know exactly how long, it's going to be covered in purple heather. And mm. I think it's just going to be really extraordinarily beautiful. Although I think to see the purple heather, you have to walk up a hill, <sighs> which you seem to get incredibly cross about. Yeah, I do. You do. I just don't like hills. Well, then we kind of moved to the wrong place, haven't we? Because everything interesting is up a hill. Oh, everything in North Allerton is on the flat. I know, but so, anything on the moors but or anywhere. Yes, I want to go somewhere interesting. But everywhere you take us, everywhere you want us to go is up a hill. Yeah, because most places don't have car parks at the top. <laughs> <laughs> and you I have just, to start at the bottom It's quite hard up. work. Walking, well, walking up, up a, hill. a hill, it is. You're right. Um, and I, I <laughs> lack the capacity for hard work, obviously. <laughs> no, I'm just suddenly aware that I'm, I'm either incapable or I'm bone idle. I'm not sure which. Yeah, maybe a bit of both. Okay. A bit of both. Um, and what else has been going on this week? We had another strike day. Strike day, although it doesn't really affect us. Because <laughs> Sam's fairly independent now, isn't he? He's, yeah. um, he wants to do his own thing. He wants to get out and about, but um. He doesn't want to do the uh, set learning. No. Which I kind of get him. And the, the teachers are on strike. They're um, not working of the day. So why should I guess he? the attitude is, why should he? So we didn't really make him do anything, did we? No. And he had a great day. And I think he probably had, um, he learned a lot just doing his own thing. And I think looking back, he'll remember strike days more than yeah. school days. So yeah. he should have, he had, what did he have? Costas or Greg's or somewhere he went to. Greg's. He went to Costas. Uh, he worked out how much the lunch was going to cost because he only had skills, um, so much so. on his bank card, <laughs> and it all came in with five pence to spare. So oh, it, they got budgeting yeah. skills. There you go. That's some some good education yeah. there. Um, trying to think what else um, we've been doing. Um, we did the children and youth fundraiser yesterday. Yes, we did. That was good um, fun. That was fantastic. We did scooting around the church. Yes. Um, there was. Um, freshly made lemonade which was. was delicious and you'd made some scones you got up early to make scones and i they did get up early which is hard on a people, saturday people in yorkshire like scones well there you go because they went really quickly but um saturday morning i didn't get my lie in no and then so we had the drama of the prime so ah the prime yeah there's more been prime. this can of prime that the church has had 
um, auctioning off. Um, it was so given to them by somebody um, from who'd been to the States yes. and had bought it in the States. So you can't get this particular type of prime in this country, but it had been gifted to the youth group as part of the swap shop. And Sam was desperate for it. But he didn't win it. Well, he bid on it. He, he bid, bid a it. reasonably generous bid as well. Um, but he didn't win it. He didn't. And who won it? I won it. <laughs> <laughs> you bid <laughs> against your I, own child. I outbid him and then made him do some stuff around the house to earn it. Yep. There we go. He didn't have to do that much, to be he fair. He, he only didn't. did the dishwasher. There we go. And his um, room. But he's now, yeah, there was nothing to be done in this room. <laughs> you were conned there. Um, he, yeah, he's very, very happy and he's saving it to um, have on his next strike day, ah, which is right. we had a strike down Thursday and then we've got another it's strike have it on day Tuesday. on Tuesday. And he's saving it to have on Tuesday. With his mate? With his friend, yeah. You do realise there's 200 something of caffeine in it. Like, that's like three cups of coffee's worth of energy yeah, in that can. It's best not to think about yeah, it. Yeah, it's probably best not to. And the, um, what else is happening? The fair's in town. Yep, the fair's, the in, fair's town. in town. We haven't been yet. We're going to go tomorrow. It looks quite exciting. I'm really astounded at how much of the high street yeah, it covers. loads of uh, it. That it goes right down almost towards, well, kind of weather spoons. Mm. Um, yeah, which is fantastic. Um, yes. I was really excited to go on the Walser. Um, well, this is a bit gross, but Toby went on the Walser and um, and a kid was sick on the Walser, so the guys just handed him a mop and made him clean up himself. Bless him. Well, the kid who was sick. Yeah. So it's not bad enough that he was shamed for being sick, that he then had to spend time mopping it up, which I guess some people would say that's fair enough. But um, it seemed harsh, and also makes me not want to go on the Walser because I can't imagine a kid would do that very good a job of cleaning up, <laughs> and I don't want to sit on that, so That's I feel really mixed on that. Yeah. That's a really good point, isn't it? So I've got um, the bumper cars instead. Not many not many people are going to throw up on the bumper cars. No, I think I think we'll be all right on the bumper cars, and the ghost train. Sam and I are very excited mm. to go on the ghost train. There we go. The um, joys of North Allerton life. Mm-hmm. There we go. Um, well, you weren't um, you weren't in the service today, and you haven't listened to what I've said. No. So no, I'm afraid um, I haven't had time to do that. Um, I guess I could feedback that I've said all sorts of stuff, and you won't know the difference. No. But so we're talking about um, money, mm-hmm. being generous with our money, um, and it is interesting. I think a lot of pastors have a visiting speaker to talk about money. I made yep. a joke about that because okay. it's like you don't want to be the guy standing up there telling everyone to give to the church when in fact giving to the church is pretty much your salary yeah that's want, true you want someone else to come along and they tell them to give yeah. to the church yeah so i really rest it's not you know it's not comfortable ground for me um but a few things um that got me challenged it seemed to be comfortable ground for paul yeah he was really no, happy right. challenging spiritual spiritually challenging people and then asking for cash yeah um, and cash to go directly to himself as well. Yeah, sometimes. Times, and then to the church in Jerusalem and other places like, yeah. Yeah. He seemed to be able to do it. So we've, I don't know, it's some of our reluctance, a bit of a cop out. We can do the spirit, you know, pastors do the spiritual mm. stuff, preachers do the spiritual stuff, but don't talk about money. Yeah. Or the practical, practical things. So I was quite, so I forced myself 
to stay on money when it could have been easiest, easier to go to? Let's all be generous with everything and time. And generous with your time. Because, well, yeah. actually, we ended up in a conversation about that. And I'd said, oh, what about generosity of time? And you said, yes, that's really important and that's a thing. But also there's generosity with money. Mm. And sometimes we need to talk about So I really money. resisted the urge of talking about anything else and just held myself to money and that was really not what I wanted to be talking about yeah okay um but it, there was some quite interesting um reflect and I think the early church reflections are interesting because we know that people supported Jesus in his ministry there's a group of ladies mm. isn't there rich ladies who went yeah. around and um, paying his bills um for him um so we can't get away from the fact that practically ministry costs money mm-hmm. you know supporting people costs money Jesus costed people money mm-hmm. you know and uh and people were paying for his way you know so that he could minister um and then the early church as well there's this idea that you know we talk about pentecost and pentecost the holy spirit comes on pentecost but also that starts the church but what what, what partly kept the church going as well was the generosity of people to give towards the mm. mission you know and give towards the ministry um and that's not a that was cash <laughs> yeah someone had to say you know the rich or those in who had money were to give to those in who needed it Mm. um so it's a spiritual act as well and i just i don't know it's an uncomfortable place but it feels like we should probably be talking about it yeah i think i think we need to talk about it yeah um i think that's quite helpful um I'm, i'm aware already that i've experienced that our church is generous yeah. I know that um, when when they were talking about getting a manse, um, mm. which is where we're going to live, hopefully in the next couple of months we'll move in. Um, you know, people dug deep mm. and, you know, provided what money was needed to get the deposit and all that sorted out. So I'm aware that we're in a generous church. Um, but what well, is interesting as well, I, I feel like I should have been in the service Something like I would have really liked to have heard mm. that message. I will, you can, you can I will listen, listen again to it online. again. Um, but I think, um, yeah, I think sometimes I struggle mm. with generosity. I think, um, I don't know, maybe I'm just a tight Geordie. Um, maybe. Maybe there's just something of that. So the, I guess the one of my other good points, really good points. I know oh you yeah, like again, me. Again, um, I love it when you say how good your own <laughs> sermon was. And the one thing I, I think I just encourage people to take away was that giving's proactive, not reactive. That we yeah. have to plan to give, uh, and I've given out of guilt or social embarrassment. Um, you know, I've bought something like a big issue, or I've given it a till, um, and um, yeah, there's a or I've rounded up. Just because I know the person behind me is standing so close to see oh, whether or not I, I've rounded really? up. And yet it's possibly not a charity that I feel in any way no, and that's the kind of connected to yeah. uh, or necessarily even know what that charity is. Um, but I'll round up. I mean, I don't know what the Ronald McDonald Foundation actually I think does. It's housing, kids housing. Oh, so that's Children's probably good. So that's, yeah, so yeah I think enough. it's hard to say no. Um, so I'm actually generally really in favour of rounding up. Yeah. Toby once told me, um, no, that's because I made a big fuss about it because I, I really uh, he didn't started like it. it out, yeah, you, you were like, what's all this? And Toby's <laughs> like, for goodness sake, come on, really, this is all you're being asked to do is give an extra 33 pence, <laughs> shut up and do it. And from then on, I've thought, yeah, actually, yeah. don't think th- this through too much. Just um, if everybody gave that little bit, 
the world will be a, in a better place. Mm. But it's not enough. So you can't no. just think my rounding up was my good deed for the day. Or that, or that kind of reactionary to, yeah, you know, I've seen it when you've booked something online or do you want to give a pound to mm. this or, or the lottery is another one, isn't it? You know, most of the lottery adverts make out it's about the good causes. Yeah. Do the lottery to support, but I don't think many people do it for the good causes. No, you know, or you just give that pound away. Yeah, um, but there's kind of a, oh, well, you yeah, know, I'm, I'm doing something good. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you are, but you might be. Yeah. I don't know. It's a lot of one, good comes it? from lottery money, but it's not about that. It's no. about them making loads of money for themselves. Yes, but this proactiveness, um, how do we proactively set aside, have a conversation, work it? You know, we've always given money to church and tried to prioritize that. Um, I've generally just done it, you know, yeah, and worked just it work out. out what I need to do and do it. Um, but I like the idea of, you know, just kind of setting some money aside and just being proactive and giving mm. it away. Um, because I think something that you, in our conversations leading up to this sermon, um, something you were saying is you need to almost decide the amount of money that you feel called to give away, but not necessarily then give all of that away, mm. but instead have a remainder, an amount set aside so that you're being watchful mm. about um, what's coming around you. And um, when you see that, you know, you see that thing that you need to give money to, at that point, you give that money away. Yeah, I think it is that um, <coughs> that setting aside. And there's this, you know, and Paul talks a bit about, Ellen Corinthians, about your heart, isn't it? Know your heart mm-hmm. and have a heart that's generous. And I think we need generous hearts. Um, and most Christians do have generous hearts, but we might not have eyes open to the needs around us. Mm. Uh, and I think that's part of the challenge. How do we, how are we seeing the yeah. need? Uh, and um, I think it's, you know, they're two, t- two very different things. Mm. You know, we can say we've got a generous heart, but don't really look around. Yeah. Uh, and don't really see where the needs are in our community, in our church life, in our wherever we might find mm. ourselves because we get a bit fatigued by oh, another charity another <coughs> oh, excuse me I've got to cough, another thing you know an advert mm. <coughs> um, that comes along that you know shares about another need uh, another um, situation that needs money and mm. um, so you get a bit fatigued yeah yeah we do get fatigued um, but even just just this last week I've just been made aware of a situation in which people have really had eyes open mm. to a need and have given generously and um that really impacted me this week yeah, okay. to just be aware um that to take example from just from those people mm. and to keep my own eyes open and to give in ways that I can give mm. um rather than just you know buying the big issue out of guilt or you've made quite friends with the lady the big issue yeah yeah um, you having a long chat I with her the other day? Yeah, I don't think I've necessarily brought the big issue that that many times from yeah. her, but um, yeah. But it's hard, isn't it? Because I, I remember, you know, I grew up in Brighton. There's quite a homeless problem in Brighton. So I'm quite jaded by it, you know. So yeah, I, you I are. used to go out and do, um, oh, I can't remember what it's called now, where you'd take um, hot drinks and sleeping bags and you'd go mm-hmm. out on a Friday and Saturday night and, and sit with the homeless. And um, I was volunteering at the church. They were paying me like, 60 quid a month or something mm. yeah and i was talking to homeless people who were raking in like four five hundred pounds 
a week. Yeah. Um, so it's quite, it's not simple, is it? You know, no, it's, like, it's not. How do you work out? How do you discern where the where you need to give and where you need to resource? Mm. And that's where the guilt thing comes from because we're very good at reacting, you know, to someone saying, you know, to putting an issue in front of us um, and often feel guilty, you know, that we should give towards it. Um, but what's the better thing is to, you know, like, you know, we saw it more in Cambridge and we homeless people on the street uh, a little bit more than we see in North Allerton, mm. but it's better. There are homeless shelters out there. It's better to give to a homeless shelter so they can resource yeah. people um, than give to someone who might not use that money. You know, because there's a wisdom, isn't there, about mm. where you put your money. Um, and again, I guess that, that comes back to you saying um, we should be, what is it, um, proactive, not reactive? Yes. Look at you, so listening. the reactiveness would, is giving... It's it's seeing the need, the, the mm. homeless person on the street and giving directly there, not necessarily, that's not necessarily going to really be helpful or productive. Um, but instead, if we are being proactive, we'd already work out where we are giving our money mm. and giving that to, you know, for example, a homeless shelter. Yeah, and that's, and that says, and that's Paul's command, isn't it? You know, check your, check your mm. heart, work out what to give. <coughs> don't give out a compulsion or that someone's twisting your arm mm. you know give it between you and god but work it out but it's really hard because once i remember hearing um i can't remember where the quote came from but um but basically would jesus walk past the homeless mm. person and uh, no he wouldn't he would stop um give him money get him a drink so it's mm. different it's difficult is that what would jesus do um and on yeah on the one hand um I kind of feel like, oh, yeah, would Jesus be, you know, sitting down with a homeless person and getting him what he needs? Um, or or we hear the, you know, the the phrase, the poor are always with us as well. So there's like, actually, what is Jesus's um, kind of approach to the poor? Because yeah, he must have walked by many poor. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, because I don't think he alleviated every poor person. Um, you know, the gospel say there's more than <coughs> could possibly be recorded in this that Jesus did. Mm. But I don't think he rocked up in a town of a couple of thousand and everyone who was poor got help. And yet we also know that everybody is important and special yeah. to him. So mm. none would have been passed over, I don't believe. I've got to believe that, that Jesus mm. um, saw and acknowledged all that he came into contact with. Yeah, no, you're right. I would um, think so as well. So um, it's how we give dignity mm. um, to people and not just treat them like charitable cases as well. Um, how we see the person, um, mm. not just a charity. The dignity thing's a really interesting one, isn't it? Mm. How do you give in a dignified way? How do you help people in a dignified way? Because you were so quick at making judgments. And I am as well. Like, yeah, I see people on the streets, you make a judgment. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know. You know, I'd, yeah. you know, I'd suggest some wisdom says that, you know, maybe they could make some better choices, but there's drug addiction, there's abuse, there's all sorts of reasons why people get into mm. the situations they get into and how do we help, give real help, I guess, yeah. um, and real support. Um, but I think ultimately it's about, it's about our heart. How do we check our heart uh, and make sure that we are... Um, yeah, really giving because our, of a generous heart, not just because of guilt. Sure. Mm. Yeah. And we've been blessed in the past. You know, people have given generously to us. We've been, our kids know what it's like to be blessed by other people. Yeah. You know, it's not always comfortable being, you know, receiving from others. That's the other side is that you've got to 
there's two sides. We've got to be generous to heart, but also willing to have help when it's offered to us. I know that we've been we've been given number of times um, giving given help um, over over the past years. You know, actually, our whole married life there have been experiences of mm. us receiving um, financial yeah. as long as along with other types of help. Um, and actually, I've I think I've generally received that with an open heart. I've been mm. really thrilled. It's sometimes come at really timely occasions. Like, oh my word, seriously, we didn't know how we were going to quite sort things out and mm. you know somebody's given us a gift or um or from a from a charity and mm. yeah i mean that's been fantastic yeah there, and that real thoughtfulness and the, i can't remember who i was sure someone gave us some money for a takeaway once i was just about to say Why that oh, yeah so somebody when we were in brighton, that was the brighton i was going through was. a really really terrible dark time and somebody put 20 pounds through the door for a takeaway and I tell you what, that meant mm. so much, it absolutely so much. And we bought, and I remember, <laughs> what did we have? We bought Chinese. <laughs> Was it nice? We had Chinese. We had spring rolls, and it would just. I don't normally like Chinese. I know. Well, I think it was nice in Brighton. Ah, okay. Um, it was a good Chinese. Was it? And we, yeah, we had this Chinese, and we just, it really lifted our spirits, and just mm. that kindness that somebody had, had even not just the money, but also they'd kind of. They'd gone out of the way to come to our flat, hmm. post it through the door, um, and it was but just out of love. Was the money because we couldn't afford? Yeah, we couldn't <laughs> have. Afford, there's no way we could have afforded that that takeaway. No. So it was a it was a massive blessing. Um, so but eyes open, they did have their the, eyes open, yes, and that's to what, what was going on with us. And that's why that that proactive eyes open. That was the one takeaway. It's like if we don't change anything else, but just look around us and see where the needs are, because. Mm. You scratch below the surface, they're quite obvious. There's needs where there needs in communities. Mm-hmm. If you look, if you open your eyes, um, there's people who need help and support and uh, and also organisations that do. You know, there's mm-hmm. organisations that are trying to, you know, certainly in this cost of living crisis, you know, people are, you know, we acknowledge that people are worse off now than they were last year, but so are organisations, you know. Mm. Um, there's good works that need to be done uh, and, um, you know, we need to resource um, resource that uh, along the way. Any other giving generous anecdotes? Ooh. Oh, I'm trying to think. No, I'm not. I'm not sure I have any more anecdotes. Mm. I think that kind of it's always it's more blessed to give than receive. That's an interesting one, isn't it? Is it more? Does it always feel more blessed to give than receive? I know I have felt very blessed on the receiving side. Yeah, um, I've got to say I've yeah, I felt truly blessed. Mm. Like really, like my heart has been very full at times. Um, well, I like, I like a good present, I like a good Christmas present. Yeah, I, I like to receive it, but I also like, I like the joy of giving. Oh, I love giving. Yeah, that's really you know is spot on and something that's got thought and effort into it and meets a real but sometimes i know the saying is it's better to give than to receive i get what that saying is but actually sometimes it's a real sacrifice to give Mm. and so actually it's it's not always easy and i think sometimes you know the the ways god has called us to give and we hear and we're responsive 
that doesn't necessarily make it easy Mm. or that we are feeling the blessing. We are giving the blessing and somebody else is going to receive that blessing and hopefully um, that will fill their hearts. But actually we acknowledge that there's sometimes a cost and a Mm. suffering in giving. It's not always the easiest thing in the world to do. No, and then I was chatting to someone um, after the service and they were showing one of their family members got into a lot of debt because the church kept asking them for more and more money. Oh, really? Yeah, and just this prosperity gospel-esque. And it is evident in this country. We think it's an American thing, but it it isn't just an American thing. It's very evident in America. But um, it's also in this country, I've had a number of, um, you know, kind of in a number of places picked up on it where, you know, just that pressure to give and you don't Mm. give out of an abundance or a generousness. You give out of an obligation and someone's telling you you've got to give more. And you do have to give out of wisdom. So you have to oh, yeah. genuinely look at your finances and work out what you can afford yeah. to give and give out of that. And if God calls you to give more than that, more than what you maybe have, I think you've got to assess that very wisely. Is God really saying that? Mm. And also, you know, hopefully and prayerfully, God will mm. will give you what it is that you need. So I, I started my sermon with a... Um, there's an American evangelist called Jesse, someone, I couldn't remember his name. Okay. He was in the news a few years ago because he asked people to give towards his fourth jet. Oh, for goodness He sake. had three of them. They wanted a fourth one. Who needs one. four jets? Well, he said he had, I don't know what, he said he'd, he's going to use them all. And one, or the one he uses most, he has to stop and refuel. Okay. And that's like really expensive. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so he wanted a fourth one, a bigger one, right. that wouldn't need to refuel, so it would be cheaper for him in the long run. So I guess he was trying to save money. Well, you know, economies of scale uh, and all But that. it was like a, I, I want to think it's like a four million pound, no, maybe it was even more than that. Just like a stupid amount of money. And how much is a jet? I don't know. <laughs> Why would I know how much a I jet was? Feels like you should know that. Really? Like four or five million pounds? Maybe more than that. Again, I could just pluck a number out of the air. I've got no idea how yeah. much a jet costs. I wonder how costs. much it is. I said it this morning. I'm starting to think we should at least have one. If he had four, then we should have one. <laughs> right, anyway, but, come on, get to the end of the story. Well, that, I don't know whether he got it or not, um, but he certainly made the news because um, he was asking people to give to it. And this idea that you've got people who are giving, you know, on the promise of... Uh, it's not... On the promise of getting more back. Mm, yeah, sure. And they used some of the terminology from this 2 Corinthians passage about seed, sowing a seed and... Yeah, they use that. I've listened to some of it. I quite, mm. I'm quite interested in all of these things. And it's like, you've got to give a seed amount and they'll mm-hmm. say a number and everyone and people give that amount because then God will bless them back financially. And right, you just have okay. these rich guys in ministry, some of them, um, and just poor people who are broken mm. because they've given so much under the hope, under the, un, under the kind of guys that it's some sort of financial investment that God yeah. works as a a stockbroker and that you put money in and you'll get more back. And I can see how you get there with this, the passage yeah. that we said, because it's nearly there apart from the heart of it is give out of a generous heart. Mm. Um, without that bit, you can get to some of the prosper, you know, prosperity gospel. It's just horrible. Just, you know, just yeah, this idea that really somehow the gospels turned into a financial, you know, and that's probably why pastors never talk about money. Cause it's like, I know that. Like even as you're talking about this now, I'm suddenly feeling really kind of uncomfortable and maybe we shouldn't have done the podcast yeah. on generosity because I don't want people to feel like they're having to it's real, give money. It? And and ultimately as well, like 
being the pastor's family, yeah, like you get the money, money comes from people's mm-hmm. giving. I don't want people to be feeling but obligated so, uh, no, to that. I, I've been through this all week. Yeah, I've been really wrestling with it. But ultimately, where do I come back to a point where it's God wants us to be generous mm-hmm. and God wants us to be about his kingdom. Mm. And that's not, that can't just be a theoretical, that's a practical um, kind of thread to that. That is that, you know, being a Christian, being called to be in community is weighing it up in your heart and giving to the needs that are your community needs. And that's, you know, that's what helps the church be hopefully the hope of the world. Mm. You know, up and down this country, up and down the world, it's what the opportunity is. Um, so I started my sermon with that guy, a picture of him, because I said, this is who I have in mind when I mm-hmm. start talking about money in this, you know, bit of a slimy, I don't know, I've never really heard from I even remember walking out at a, um, a Christian youth festival. Um, well, because they when, wanted your money. Yeah, well, yes, no, I didn't. Do you know what, actually? I've exaggerated. I didn't walk out. I just felt like I wanted to walk out. <laughs> you walked out in your um, mind. Your I heart. walked out in my mind and my heart because um, every night at the end of the worship, but particularly on this 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 night, they did another collection and they were um, really um, revving up the, the congregation um, and saying, dig deep, dig mm. deep into your pockets, dig deep. And it's like, these are like 14, 15 year olds. Mm. Like, what are they supposed to do to dig deep? Give away their whole kind of five pound allowance? Mm. Um, I just felt uncomfortable. I really think you've got to also be be careful in who you're speaking to yeah. um, when it comes the, to generosity. And it has to be generosity of your heart, yeah. not just generosity of your um, bank balance. Mm. Yeah, and that's that's where the wisdom comes up, does, doesn't it? It's like, actually, let's not chuck our money away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's be wise. And it's the onus of me as a pastor and the person who tries to balance the books i've got to be wise in what we spend yeah and how we spend money and i feel that you know there's sometimes there's no way around it if you want a and i know a new website it costs this much amount of money whether you're where you're a church or whether you're a company if you want a new if you want a new sign for the front of church it costs how much a sign costs there's some you can't get around it but it so yeah i've been really challenged just by that how's this how's the practical speaking to my spiritual and how's the spiritual speaking to the practical stuff Mm. um and you know some of my uncomfortableness is why people get visiting preachers to do it yeah so you don't have to think about it so i just i tried to hold it there a bit of tension in it yeah but it's um and it's i made a joke about it's um, good to talk about i made a joke about not wanting a jet not knowing what, where i'd park it <laughs> yeah can you imagine in north allison <laughs> i don't know what i do oh you could do a helicopter it's not then you've got to run it and you know I know. I like don't a, run I'd like a free. trip in a helicopter. It's very different. To I would really, a I would genuinely love. I, there's a few things I'd really like to do. I would really like a trip in a helicopter. Although I'm a little bit nervous that because I did hear about a, 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 an accident. So maybe, maybe on the helicopter, want to drive a tractor. You do want to drive? I a do tractor. really want to drive. I want to drive a tractor to get at you on some a point. Um, I don't know if I would trust me with a tractor, but um, maybe like the little. Like the little the, the Fiat five hundred version yeah. Yeah, of a of tractor. tractor, not like a massive, you know. Oh, I'd, truck l- I'd love a combine harvester <laughs> trip. <laughs> I'd love it if I was actually doing some of the harvesting. Would you? Yeah, I would. I would. That would make my day actually. Is this just because we watch Jeremy Clarkson? I'd like to farm? do. Yeah, I'd like to do a bit of lambing. A bit of lambing. Oh, That's I'd happening at the moment. Do, I'd love to do a bit of lambing. You can earn a bit of money lambing. Can you? Mm. Ah, but I've got no training. Well, I keep talking about what I'm going to train to do next, so oh, yeah. maybe Lamming. I need to train to be um, a shepherdess. Yeah, there you go. 
This has gone on a bit of a tangent, hasn't it? That interestingly comes back to shepherding. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Not heavy shepherding. Not heavy shepherding. Just just shepherding. Just shepherding. shepherding Do you you say shepherding our money? Is that a term? No. Stewarding your money. Stewarding. That's where I was. Sorry. Stewarding our money, not shepherding our money. money. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I guess final thought is, um, yeah, we all notice, you know, things are more expensive today. You know, there's a stuff's pinching, you know, but everyone feels that. And how are we, how are we weighing it up? And that's all that, that's all we can do. Let's Mm -hmm. look at our hearts. How are we being generous? How we, and it's about money. And but also it's not about money as well. It's about mm. time and resources and energy. And if you're not blessed with a lot, but you can give in other ways, um, that's got to be the point as well, isn't it? It surely is. And that you know comes down to the widow's might. Yeah. And I, you know I know that's a, and possibly some people might say an overused story, but I really don't think it is overused mm. because it was Jesus looking right at the heart of somebody mm. and saying it is not about mm. you know how much you give. It is about the state of your heart and giving. And yeah, and that's the difference between Old Testament tithing and New Testament generosity. Mm. And because time and time again, it's like that didn't work. God's desperate for our heart. Yeah. And that's what I guess he's hedging his bets on will work in the end. Mm. But I guess only time will tell. Well, we've made it to the end of our podcast. Yeah, I still feel a bit uncomfortable. Do you? This is the most uncomfortable I've ever felt doing a podcast. Oh, well, maybe you should yeah. have been in my service and you've been in more uncomfortable this morning. Yeah, well, I'm going to listen to it. Listen to it and see how uncomfortable you are there. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a, I, it's a challenge because we're beneficiaries. Yeah. If you think about things, because normally it's all in abstract, isn't it? I guess you think about you know, encouraging faith and growing all those things. Yeah, we want to build people up. But this is not easy. No, it's not. There you go. So we'll finish the podcast. You'll worry that you've said something that you shouldn't have said. Yep. Uh, and um, we'll probably have a follow-up conversation later. <laughs> <laughs> Which we are not going to record and do part two. <laughs> anyway, God bless you. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye-bye.